Okay. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Long time no see. Oh. Um, welcome to Virtual Baby Bistro, where we spend 15 minutes or more talking about everything from teens to pregnancy and everything in between. Oh, it's been a long time oh. since we said that. We had to rehearse. Well, for a, a little practice. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Hi. Hi. It's been a very long time. Very It was long a very long time. year last year. We're incredibly sorry. I'll have you know, Sarah and I talked almost all through the year. Like, we need to start doing it. Um, but we also just personally, with our mental health, we're not in the place to have our faces on the interwebs. Yeah. Yes. So, I hope everybody is um, looking forward to 2022. <laughs> two two and everybody's 22. well and healthy and yes. looking forward to the future i know we are we're pretty exhausted of the last two years so we are we've decided that um we are making a declaration to do this at least once a month Yes. Um, I know we were doing it like once a week before. And we just, might get back to that. Yeah, but. and we, it, I agree. Um, it's just been, <clears throat> it was too busy here. And we do this while we're at work. And yes. um, our hearts weren't in a great place. Yes. To be doing it on a weekly basis. So now we think we can at least commit to a month. And yes. hopefully we get back to doing yeah, it. And, yeah, the goal would be, you know, I think we were kind of, sad that we weren't able to dedicate the time to this group that I think was really, you know, has been we, really I mean, great. We enjoyed it and we yeah. feel like the community and you guys, right? Yeah. You did. <laughs> so we're hoping to continue our vision, which is that this is a, a place that we can provide education and we can provide different topics on moms, babies, um, pregnancy, postpartum, you know, anything that, that you guys want to talk about, anything that we find that we're seeing in our lactation. Um, we've been really blessed. We have two new lactation counselors, um, or yeah. almost two done, um, which is great for our community. It's great for our moms. It's great for us <laughs> yeah. to have extra people to help, um, and, and who are really excited to, to kind of go on that lactation journey with parents and, so we're really excited about that. And we just continue to want this to be a positive place. And we want it to be um, focused on what it has always been intended, which is moms and babies within our community and to be supportive. So um, we actually just were all talking um, a few minutes ago, a bunch of moms that were like, oh, gosh, yeah. I wish I'd known. You know, I feel like we say that all the time. We wish we'd have known. We wish it could have been different. We wish um, that maybe somebody had come along to share little tips and tricks. Right. There's so many things as being a mom that come with it. And the last thing we want to do is to ever make anybody feel like they didn't do enough. Um, we'll be the first ones to say that we feel um, the mom guilt for, oh, a plethora oh, of reasons. Yeah. Um, but we Don't just, get me going. Yeah, we want <laughs> it to remain positive and we want it to look for the future and that you know, all the grandmas and aunties that are out there that have, you know, babies and grandbabies and great grandbabies that are going to be coming, that there are people out there that care about them and, and want the best for them. And things have changed, you know, mm-hmm. and so we're just hoping for it to continue to be a very positive place. Um, as long as it's positive, then we're in it. Yeah. 
So also just doing some updates too, yes. since we've not been um, in the ring Loop. light right now. <laughs> um, we do have two more lactation counselors yep. on staff here at Clark Park Valley Hospital. And then we also have two new OB providers for our OB group. Yes. Um, so that opens up a lot of opportunities. We have more yep. spots available for local moms to come in and be seen. Um, and have their babies here. And so we're just very excited. We have a really great staff and we're really hoping that um, we can grow and that people are starting to um, feel more comfortable to come to the hospital again. Yeah, I guess, definitely. You know, And also just to extend that to our community, um, we do have a large group of, of our members that um, want to have their babies at home. We also want to extend whatever we can to them. Um, if it comes with our childbirth education classes, mm-hmm. which are now um, up on our website for this uh, this year, we would love if you're having your baby with us or if you're not, um, we still want to extend an invitation to you and your loved one to come or your, mm-hmm. your support person um, to come and learn some great education. Um, Cassie and I just recently recertified with our um, car seats. Nope. And so, whew, that was a, that was a doozy. Um, Sarah- pushed me. I was like, I'm not going to be the only one. Um, (laughs) (laughs) but, uh, so we're offering that again to our community for, um, you know, if needed. And so we're really excited. We've gotten some other things in the hospital to help with screenings for babies and stuff. So we're, we're really excited about where we're at and where we're going to go. So make sure to go on and check and see when our childbirth education classes are. They're quarterly now. They're pretty set in stone. We were doing it kind of Um, every other month but now it just seems like it's working out better to do it quarterly the other thing that's coming up is in march we um, oh yes the community-wide baby shower yes um is happening which we just really want to plug that as much as possible you'll hear more about it as it comes um up because we just feel like it's a really good service that so many different organizations come together for the community um and we will be there and there's other um We'll, we'll talk about it more as I Yeah, as soon as we but, get more. So um, just, to, just put that in your... Yeah, your we're definitely in the nodding. planning stages with the promoters of that. Um, we did go last year, the year yeah. before. Um, it I'll was great. We, we definitely saw um, a, a need and a place that Clark for could be in that um, mm-hmm. event, which was just great. It was so neat to see so many different moms that were yeah. on like their second baby. It was just great. So we're really we, hoping to provide car seats. And yep. car seat checks oh, and, yeah. you know, all car kinds of goodies. We got all kinds of things. I know. Um, okay. So oh, I think the other thing. housekeeping. Oh, yeah. Go. One other. So the Montana Breastfeeding Collaborative. Yeah. I'm missing a word in there somewhere. Learning Collaborative. Learning Collaborative. <laughs> is May 2nd and 3rd. Still a little, seems a little, um, is it going to be virtual? Is it going to be in person? You know what I was thinking? Maybe they should do hybrid. Hybrid. Terry, Terry. if you're watching. Some, some can point. come, some maybe not. I don't know. We um, need it's the new a thing. Hybrid. Cars. We want to go to the hot springs. I'll tell you. We <laughs> voted yeah. for it to be in person. But, um, so that's coming up. Um, and but what, provide... how great would it be, though, if it was virtual also and some people could watch it virtually? Exactly. So, so we're, we're game for whatever they want to do. Yeah. All right. Well, now that we did all of our housekeeping and we're all caught up, how are you guys doing? (laughs) (laughs) 
please, by all means, comment and tell us if anything new is exciting. Um, keep in mind, too, we haven't done this for a while, so we'll probably start even re-talking about stuff we've already talked about. So if there is a topic, um, mind you, everything um, is saved. You can't find it on your phone. On the mobile app, Facebook, you won't be able to find it on your phone. But if you are on a desktop, you can go back to our older videos, and we have uploaded some onto the podcast. Um, but if there's a topic you would like us to talk about and um, just feel like you personally want more education on it, um, you know, Sarah and I aren't, like, extreme experts, but we will find answers. Oh, like, yeah. We, we are, are, we are we doers. We will go to whatever means we need to to find you the answers. So we'll make it happen. So today... This seemed to be something for the last few months that we keep running into. Um, so we just wanted to talk about clogged milk ducts. Yes, clogged milk ducts. I don't really like the wording of it. It doesn't roll off the tongue very well. <clears throat> um, so I don't even know how it... CMD, maybe we'll... Oh, we could whatever. cause our own thing, yeah. Anyways, but... I think a lot of moms are always surprised when they come in, they they call or we call during our checkup and they're like, man, I have like this really hard lump in my breast, which obviously can sometimes be startling too. Yes. Um, and most of the time it is a clogged milk duct. Right. So um, we wanted to talk about what <coughs> a clogged milk duct is and what it would be look like or feel like Mm -hmm. or what we would be um assessing in in a lactation Mm -hmm. um to kind of give us the indication like oh yeah this seems very legit right we want to talk about what the causes are of a clogged milk duct and then talk about um treatment yeah ways to because it is it's very um and then we also want to talk about extreme cases of clogged milk ducts which is mastitis which is more of a medical condition and sometimes needs or requires antibiotics so um, we'll talk about um, recognizing it in the early stages so you don't get to that mastitis mm-hmm. situation. So. Yes. So, sorry, let us review our papers here really quick. Oh, yeah. So, how does a, a clogged milk duct occur? So, in or, what, or what is it? Right. Too? So, it's a collection of milk that was not expressed either through mm-hmm. pumping, feeding, hand expression. Um, you know, so when when we have new moms in here, we're always talking about feeding eight to 12 times in a 24 hour Mm -hmm. period, right? So that gets our supply up in the very beginning. And in the very, very beginning, you know, there's a lot of practice that mom and baby have to do um, until that milk comes in. And so then there's the act of your milk letting down. um, And so then that's able for um, baby to feed. And then we always talk about good latches, good milk transfer, and then making sure that um, because Producing milk and breastfeeding is not only just a physical act, but it's also a, a psychological and mental act. Meaning, if your body does not get rid of all that milk that you have produced, then it'll tell your breast, no more. We didn't mm-hmm. use it all. We don't need to make as much. If we're constantly feeding at a rate that we're emptying the breast at every feeding, both sides, then um, through different means, obviously, um, then it tells our body, hey, we need to make more because we mm-hmm. used it all. There was no more to give. And so we're going to make more the next time and more the next time. And then that's how we get our supply. Baby will dictate that also when they go through growing spurts, right? Then baby's just always at the breast. Yep. They're in those cluster, cluster feedings. Mm-hmm. Um, and we go, why? Um, there's a reason. Baby's growing. Baby's changing. Baby needs more food to grow. 
Um, and so you'll go through those phases where you're just going to have to produce more. And the only way to do that is through that cyclic, um, you know, cycle of, cycle of nursing emptying, and, nursing, yep. you know, emptying all of that. So, so how can, so how do clogged milk ducts happen from this? Well, this is all the stuff we teach purposely because this is one of those things, like we do talk about how your milk supply could go down. We're like, mm-hmm. oh man, if you don't do these things, your milk supply could go down and then pretty soon we're in ketchup mode. Well, another um, cause or, you know, cause and effect. So one of the effects of d- not doing some of these things, such as missing a feeding mm-hmm. or even pacifiers, we kind of talk about like, oh, maybe don't use it at first. Until you know, it's really established. Until you're established. Yeah. And established means that you have enough milk yeah, for baby, up, that you're latch not latches good. Yeah, you know the things, right? Like right. you're just like getting that baby, and you're like poof, we got it. This. All works. That's established. When That's you feel comfortable and strong yes. and solid, and like we got this. That is what established means. So by not by doing these things, so say we miss a feeding, right? And so then we have extra milk, milk. that's just hanging, not it's just doing anything, in there, yeah. right? So this can be maybe what causes a clogged milk duct and clogged milk ducts start very gradual. So you might miss a feeding. Um, baby might be sleeping through the night all of a sudden. And you're thinking, you're thinking awesome. Baby sleeping the night. We're at that four to six month period and you're just really excited. Then all of a sudden you're like, Oh man, I feel like a hard spot. Right. It's uncomfortable. It'll be painful. Um, it can be anywhere within the breast tissue, right? Because right? we're talking about the duct system. Oh, I was going to bring oh, that yeah. visual So aid. do remember that, yeah. that we don't have milk placed only in one area or another. There's not like only two. There's oh, yeah. like... It's like a tree. And it's yeah. all... The, like you have milk ducts all the way up until your, Into your um, armpits. armpits. Yeah. So it can be anywhere within that. So mm-hmm. by not releasing that milk, maybe missing that feeding, which you're excited about, which you should be... Um, when things happen too suddenly, and that's usually something I ask moms right away when they're like, I have a hard lump in my breast. I'm like, Oh, has anything changed? Have you done anything different? Mm -hmm. Oh, well, baby started feeding or sleeping through the night. Oh, okay. This could be a, you know, different things. That could be the reason why we have a clogged milk duct. Maybe you, um, all of a sudden are changing from you've gone to work and you were breastfeeding, but now you're pumping, which is very doable. You can do it. But we've just got to change, right? We right. have a change in what was happening. And maybe you can't pump at work as often as you could bring baby to the breast right. at home. So now we just have a change in what that milk being expelled from your breasts. The other thing too, let's say you do go to work. Now mm-hmm. your your wardrobe is changed. So maybe you're having to change the way that you're dressing. So maybe things are a little freer at home. And then you can't do that at work. All of a sudden, you're back into wire. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're into this uncomfortableness, and we're wondering, like, nobody wants to have not a Right. Bra. Well, <laughs> I mean, exactly. So, so sometimes that the tightness of your clothes or the change in um, the bra could cause also um, a change in the breast where it's not able to... Um, be as free as one would say. Right. So these are any sort of changes. Correct. Um, the other thing too is that if you have, maybe you are traveling. That's the mm. other thing. So if you are feeling rushed with your feedings, even with your pumping. So say you've been pumping at work for a long time and all of a sudden you're like, man, I got this hard lump. 
And I ask mm-hmm. him, like, well, how much have you been pumping at work? Well, I haven't been able to get my break as often, or it's gotten shorter. We've been busy. We've been there. We get it. Mm-hmm. Um, but those are the types of things. Or maybe you're on vacation, and, you know, you're, like, going so much that it's time for baby to eat, and you're kind of like, okay, let's do this, kid. You know, yeah. like, wrap it up, and yeah. we're kind of moving along and going to the next thing or doing the next thing. Um, it's that lack of emptying your breasts all the way that can be a cause mm-hmm. of a clogged milk duct. The other thing, too, and, you know, sometimes when we're, especially when we're working on latch in the very beginning, mm-hmm. you know, if there's so much that goes into trying to get that good latch, right? Mm-hmm. So we get good milk transfer. And sometimes once we get baby on, we're like, don't move. Stay right there. And so right. you only feed baby in one position because that has now become your comfort um, for baby and for you to know that you can get a good latch. And mm-hmm. so you're not really creative in a sense or don't have to be creative in having different positions. Well, yeah, this is, yeah but this is a good point. it can also kind of bite you in, in the mm-hmm. hiney because that means that, that babies, um, the way that their nose and their chin are pointed is the way that they're really drawing from the breast, from that exactly. milk duct. So um, it it is helpful to be a little bit more let's mix it up and let's just try things once you kind of get established mm-hmm. um, so that you don't get into habits. Um, you know, I didn't realize how much discipline there would have to be not only in myself but in my baby um, so early on. And what I mean is is that you can get into these habits of allowing baby to only feed in one direction right. and then all of a sudden it's like it might as well be the Xbox. You know, like, ah, why did I do that was it? That's a pretty big jump. <laughs> I mean, but seriously, it, you know, right, like, right. You, we are the parents and we need to be like mixing it up and stuff because right. babies will just, they'll hook onto that. They really will. One and they'll direction. Have, they'll and have their favorite spot. Their favorite side, um, their favorite this. They want it to be like this. And, and of course we want to comfort our babies and we want them to be all warm and snuggly, but sometimes we got to feed them a different way or we have to do it a little mm-hmm. different. Right. So, and this doesn't mean like, again, if you're new moms or like think pregnant and you're like thinking ahead of time of like, okay, what do I need to do? Whenever we give advice, I always try to tell moms because I feel like we live in a society right now too where it's like, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it perfect. Yeah. And I'm going to be the best at it in 100%. Okay, so this doesn't mean go home with your brand new baby and try like some sort of trapeze (laughs) device to try to like get this kid to nurse. Like, again, be established. Yes. Right? We're talking about after the basics have been established, then. And think to yourself, like you find this hard lump. It's uncomfortable. It's painful. Mm-hmm. And you're like, maybe I should mix it up. Maybe we should yeah. try something different. Try a different position. Um, and and do that. So, we'll move on. Change our papers. Talk about how do we un- unclog it. Yeah. Right? How do we so unclog it? We kind of touched on it right there. You have it. One of the ways is change the position that you're nursing baby. You know, try a football hold. Try um, if you're mostly cradling a crossbody, try the, uh, something different. I can't think yeah. of anything. I'm well, like, cradle, what am I top, trying to think? Over the go, top, kangaroo, yeah, lay back, yeah. put baby on tummy. Um, I, for some reason, I'm just always like, football or cradle. That's yeah, it, people. Yeah. Um, crossover is the other one. Oh, yes. I was thinking of. Um, maybe you need to pump. Maybe it's time mm. to bring the pump out and see if... Um, we can kind of, um, and, and I like to mix with pumping and with like massage at the oh, same time. Yeah. So, 
um, you know, we're so into this, like, we got to do everything so fast because life is so quick. And it's so great to have that double pump. That's awesome. But sometimes it might be okay just to do one breast at a time and Mm -hmm. to really focus the other hand on doing a lot more hand expression or hand massage or really, I mean, you really do kind of get in there with that, that lump um and, and kind of feel like you're breaking that those up no you, in a sense you really do we've yeah. had moms and so this is even for local moms or anybody that has a hospital nearby if you've delivered there um especially here we will well, i tell moms all the time i'm like you can come here so a hospital grade pump or a lot of um you can buy them now like yeah. even medella has one that's a um personal owned the strength is hospital grade though um if you put that pump on and massage where the pump it or where the lump yeah. is gently, um, I've had moms literally who instantly are like, oh my gosh, it's, it's moving. Like yeah. they can feel that it's right. moving and they feel better. So just keep that in mind that that massage with that pump is very helpful. Yes. The other thing you can just massage, right? On right. your own. The other thing you can do is use a toothbrush, a vibrating toothbrush. Yes. Or they make little... um, Actual, like, milk duct... Clogged milk duct... Devices. Shaky things. (laughs) We're not really sure how to say that nicely, but I I think you can figure it out. Like a a toothbrush. Like a toothbrush would... Like an electric toothbrush. But they're specific. Yeah, yeah. So what you do is you also just put that on the breast, and it will break it up. Because ultimately, okay... So once the milk sits in the clogged milk duct, what would happen? It will start leaching fluid out of it. It gets thicker. The milk kind of gets sticky. Um, also, I tell moms a lot, too. As it moves down, so a lot of moms are like, what, what do I do? Can baby keep nursing? 100%. Yes, please. You want to actually encourage frequent, frequent feedings. Yes. Um, because now we got to get this out. We got to move baby around. We need to, like we were talking about, try a different position. Maybe add in a couple extra, right? Because as we talked about earlier, the reason this may have happened is because maybe we started sleeping through the night. Maybe we've been traveling. All these things. Yeah. So now we might want to try nursing more frequently. Exactly. Um. The other thing you do is apply heat. Yep, heat. That can be done in the shower. That can be a heating pad. Again, be very careful with any heat to sensitive tissue. Mm -hmm. Um, Never put it directly to your skin. Um, We don't need you to be coming in for a third degree burn on top of having Mm -hmm. a clogged milk duct. Um, But the heat can be found to, I mean, and that's Mm -hmm. that's kind of standard with any type of abscessy type pocket of things that you need to move from one place to another. As I'm just saying, I'm like, let the baby eat it. It's fine. It's totally fine. It is really fine. I do tell moms, though, speaking of, like, it will look weird. Like, it's there are times that thickish they might, like, you might see, like, a string maybe coming from your nipple that the baby has left there. And you're thinking, like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's totally fine. fine. Grab a washcloth. Yeah. Let it go away. Put yeah. baby back on. Exactly. Totally fine. And um, the other thing, like we were talking about, is maybe think about... Switching up your bra, maybe yep. spend an entire weekend while you're trying to relieve this clogged milk duct of wearing looser clothing, mm-hmm. a looser bra, something like that. Um, so when this clogged milk duct is not resolved, um, it will continue to cause you more pain. It will get redder. It will get harder. It could get bigger. Um, and it can be just turn into something that is becomes a medical emergency in a sense. Um, 
If you see that, then yes, definitely calling a lactation consultant, um, going to an emergency room, going to your physician, going to your OB, mm-hmm. um, primary care, any of those people are going to be able to um, assess the site and say, oh, we caught it in time and yeah. these are the things that we can do yeah. or wow, this is, this is going to be rough. And, um, there are all kinds of different medical treatments for, um, mm-hmm. which now has become mastitis. So, right. So key things, a clogged milk duct is going to be painful. Mm-hmm. It is going to be hard. You might have some redness to the area. Um, especially if, if you're using, you know, trying to massage it right, and right. you're in the shower, you know what I mean? Like don't, don't look in the mirror and then be like, oh my gosh, it's red. It's definitely yeah. mastitis. So think about these things like, yes, it hurts. Um, yes, it's a little red. Keep trying these things, these tips, these tricks. Call a lactation counselor as soon as you have a right. yeah. clog duct. Even, and sometimes, even to just talk through some right. things I, and be like, oh, I, I forgot about that. been able to resolve some people's just over the phone. Oh, and, yeah. And so it's not necessary to, to rush to the doctor. Right. But... but Generally, you're feeling fine. Yes. You're, you, you don't have a fever. Um, you don't have overabundance of redness. Right. Um, and it's been a gradual progression. Okay, so a couple things. This gradual progression of a clogged duct can quickly turn to mastitis, but you can also get a clogged duct that maybe you've, that's very new, and then all of a sudden it's mastitis. So what's the difference, right? Right. You personally have a fever. Yeah. Like, you're, you take your temperature and you have a fever you feel generally unwell yeah unwell it will be more systematic and less specialized to the the specific spot um and then that is where you definitely need to be calling your doctor and getting in right away yes either into the clinic um most most people are great about especially with mastitis if Listen, if a provider hears a woman thinks they have mastitis, I've never heard of anybody not being able to get in right away. Oh, no, no, Because there's a lot of sympathy for that. Yes, lots of sympathy. So, I think those are kind of... Oh, lastly, because like we talked about the stickiness of the milk, the other thing you can do is if you feel like you're getting um, clogged milk ducts a lot, again, evaluate why why are these things happening? What am I doing? The changing. (laughs) The changing of things to try to figure out right. why it's happening. The other thing you can do is ask the, your doctor about supplements. Yeah. Lecithin. So yes. lecithin is found in like soybeans or egg yolks. Try taking, taking that as a supplement. Again, this is something that you would talk to your provider about right. ahead of time. And maybe it is because <clears throat> you naturally just might be producing thicker, stickier milk, which is great. No problem with that. Um, but if you find that you are getting them frequently and you're like, I have done everything, like what is happening? Right. Remember, you need to stay hydrated and have good nutrition on a whole because that also influences what your milk is like. But if you're still having these problems, try the lecithin. Yeah. Talk to your doctor about yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. So I think that was everything. It's oh. a nice, easy, quick topic. And I love that it's something, I love being able to talk about something that we have solutions for. <laughs> Be like, here. Here's your, these are your, uh, here's your toolbox. Yeah. Here's your toolbox. Contact us if you, um, have any other information about it. And I will post, um, the sites that we have the information about it too. And we can also maybe put a link. Well, we don't want to like promote a product, but we also want it to be clear. Like there are specific products just for clogged milk ducts. If you're interested. Oh yeah, that's fine. Oh yeah. I'll throw some like from Amazon. Yeah. Just a couple little things milk duct remover 
thingamajigs. Thingamajigs. <laughs> okay. Thanks for joining us. Thanks you guys. so much, guys. We're, We're really excited it. to see more of everybody. And I know you're excited to see <laughs> so more excited. of us. Because we just have not changed much. <laughs> Gosh, no. I don't even no. know how I'm going to. Okay. All right. Thanks.